What up, homies? Walk and talk number 43. Some of the biggest problems people have is getting videos out. Yesterday, I was on my live uh, call. So if you didn't know that, every single Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Time, I go live on YouTube and answer questions. And we had a really long live Q&A yesterday. And I had a couple people on there you know, newer, newer to the program, which is always awesome. I love seeing new faces and new questions. And like I've mentioned, answering questions is my favorite. It's because I get to really dive deep into the pain and struggles that I had and help you overcome them. Because I, I, I know exactly where every single one of you have been and uh, been able to figure out how to fix it. So, um, I, you know, one of the questions that kept coming up, a few different people, we got on this topic of just like, you know, basically it's taking too freaking long to shoot a video, get it uploaded. The files are too big, you know, cameras. And, and I had one guy, he's, he's newer to the Q and a, but he started, you know, blasting off all this, these settings and pro res four, two setting, you know, I nine, seven, 400 niner on your phone and i'm just like what the fuck um basically the question that came in was look i'm shooting these videos but it's taking hours to upload this footage and you know it's really just putting a, a halt to all of my youth like i really want to go in on this but i am struggling to just get this stuff done and, it, and not take me two three days so that's what we're going to really work on today is some of the ways that I've been able to figure out how to get just massive volumes of videos out, um, what that looks like, really cheap or free uh, platforms to do so, and, and how we're helping more, sir. And, um, and I think even if you're shooting videos already on YouTube, this is also something that you can, you know, you're going to want to get better at, you know, and so you'll be able to hear from my pain and struggles and and uh, you know, help yourself get a lot more videos out. Now, that also brought up the question of, well, is it positively true that you, you know, do more videos per week, your channel will grow? Well, oh, oh, homeboy here got his ass kicked trying to do that. So there's <laughs> yes and no to that. Maybe I'll talk about that in the walk and talk tomorrow. <clears throat> but before I get to any of it, Jackson Wilkie here with the Channel Junkies. 13 channels across the country over 300 homes sold and i give it to you guys 1000 percent free both on youtube here and if you check out the channeljunkies.com our website your boy has been writing now i'm the worst writer of all time but i don't care seems as if you guys just like my raw stuff so don't judge my writing but just go read it and the only thing i ask from you guys is you rate this podcast so make sure you go down and you rate it and write a review I would super appreciate that so I can totally get everybody's struggle on getting footage out and when I was starting I too did the same thing I what happened was I, I used my phone for the first few videos and everybody out there right you've been to every marketing venue and you listen to all these digital marketers and every real estate agent they're just they get up on these stages and, oh my God, you're great. You got one video that had 20,000 views because you were flossing in the kitchen. You're the greatest. 
how do you do it? And they're like, <laughs> just turn that phone on. Man, get bent. You know, that's the kind of shit that just drives me nuts. Because I would listen to that. I'm like, okay, the phone, the phone, the phone. Now, could I go make a YouTube channel on my phone? Hell yes. But here are some of the biggest pain points I have with my phone. First of all, I had to get the footage somewhere. And just like Homeboy said yesterday, hey, I got the brand new iPhone 11. And I don't know, these files are huge. Should I just be like cutting them down and making mini videos? And I'm like, no. Average view durations are everything. <clears throat> but it is difficult. Now, some people are going to be like, no, you use this program, you do this, and you can get your your videos uploaded, no problem. Or you can airdrop, right? That Well, that's only if you're, you know, Apple. So you got to realize that other people are struggling with this. And for me, at the time, again, I'm not a techie person. Everybody paints me as like this tech guy. And, dude, I was building power lines and working on a ranch five, six years ago. So <clears throat> it was just difficult when I had these you know, huge video files on my phone to get them somewhere to edit, right? And the other thing that kept happening was I would always forget to turn off the airplane mode, the notifications, and I don't care. Like, I could literally hit it with a hammer and throw it out of plane, and you're still going to get notifications. And so it would shut the video off sometime, and I didn't even know it the first time. You know, the phone rang, and you, like, silence the call, and then you go back to talking. Well, the camera doesn't start recording again. And then you kind of forget where you're at. So there was just a lot of things that kind of drove me nuts. And I even started vlogging with the phone. That's how I started everything. And you could definitely get some cool clips. Um, <laughs> it actually reminds me. I, I still have it to this day. But, you know, back then there was no wide-angle lens uh, on, the, on the iPhones. This is like the iPhone 6 days or whatever. 7. And so it wasn't wide angle. So I had a clip-on lens. Those were the shit back in the day. Like, that was the first, you know, wide angle lens. So you could make these... And I remember watching, it was this skateboarder. And he had this YouTube channel. And he was all about these um, clip-on lenses. And that, this is how obsessed I was with just video on YouTube. I, that's all I studied was these people shooting videos and tech. And I, I just found these clip-on lenses... So me and J-Dow, we'd go hit it, and I'd put that clip-on lens on, literally clip clip it on like a safety pin. And, uh, yeah, we rolled. So I got better with it, but I always just found it was so annoying. So I was constantly looking for a new camera. Um, you know, I, I, I told Jesse about this. is You know, me and Jesse were start, first kind of partnering up. And he's of the mindset of just buy what you need like if it's going to help us get more business just get what's nice you know and i'm more like hey what's the cheapest fucking thing out there i could find <laughs> to get this done right it's just how i was born and raised and i also was dead ass broke so i spend tons of time researching stuff i overanalyze and i'm, I'm looking at all these different cameras and right then <clears throat> right when i was looking was the fresh release of the gopro hero 7 black so that was right when it came out. Before that, you know, it had been the uh, the 6 and all that. And, and the camera was great, but, you know, super shaky. And it was more of just a sports camera. The 7 Black was the first one that came out with, like, it's called, like, predictive technology. So it actually, like, inside just moves to keep. So, I mean, you can move, run, shake, whatever. 
And as you know, if you've ever used one, that footage is absolutely still and buttery. So I kind of started watching some reviews on the GoPro. And it was only like, you know, 300 bucks at the time or whatever it was and 200 something bucks. And I was looking at these Sony point-and-shoot cameras at like 600 to 800. And they were shaky and, and not really wide-angle lens. So it didn't solve a lot of my problems when it came to vlogging. And that's the day I was like, you know what? I called Jesse. I'm like, dude, you won't believe what, what camera I think I'm going to go with. He's like, what? I'm like a GoPro. He's like, well, why are you using an action camera, dude? Like, let's get something nice. And I'm like... Everything that I have pain point wise, this fixes. Wide angle lens, stabilization, because I was using a gimbal for my phone to keep it stable. But once I put the clip on lens and the microphone on there, it was too heavy and it collapsed it and it would not hold it. I'm like, this has a super wide angle lens, crazy good quality of picture uh, and stabilization. He's like, whatever. So that's when I, they didn't have vlogging kits for it this was still back in the action camera day when they had it you know all these mounts so when it came it had like car mounts you know uh backpack strap mounts where you could strap it to your chest and a bunch of those clips that you can put all over your helmets and shit and so i found this youtube video of this guy who made this like vlog kit with it and i was like that's it right there like that's what i want to do so man i got all these nuts and bolts and cold shoes and this old mount that, that kind of was for the GoPro, but kind of not. And this cheap tripod, and I just Frankenstein this thing together. And man, it worked. And that is the camera that I use for everything. So I know I kind of got off topic about getting it quick, but what I learned was now I had this chip, right? The GoPro had chips. And uh, I got to run. Hold on. With that chip and in a, in a card reader, I was able to get it right to my computer and, and off to my external hard drives, like, instantly, you know? Um, what was cool about it is we had a system, because at this point, Jesse bought a drone, too. And we had those micro SD cards. And so we would go out and shoot all day, and I had one chip that I would vlog with, and he had another chip that he would put in the drone. And at the end of it, every single time, he would hand me that drone chip. And I would take the video chip. And he bought, you know, quite a few chips. So I would always just give him a fresh one because I could go clean it. Meaning, like, I would get all the footage off it. I would save it right to my external hard drive and label it. And then I would just erase all the stuff on it and give give him one, you know, back. So we had about six chips. And that's the system that we did forever. Um, and to this day, if I go shoot vlogs, that's the system that I do. Now after about a year or so of you know editing these clips you know burning through macbooks because they just couldn't hold up to all the editing i was doing i learned that these video files were so big every eight minutes on a you know if you use a gopro you know this at 1080 every eight minutes is a four gigabyte clip so shit i had <laughs> i had like 30 40 gigs of footage you know and uh it really became painful and, and my, my computer would crash constantly. Um, what I found out after buying three 
laptops and Jesse going, dude, just buy one. It's going to make us more money. Get the nicest fucking laptop you can find. So I custom built this MacBook. And what I found out was you need RAM speed. When it comes to computers and laptops and that kind of stuff, RAM speed is the most important I found out. Because I bought a MacBook Air, 128 gig, you know, internal storage. And you have to keep at least 50% of the storage clear for it to operate. So that means, what's that, 64 gigs? You have to keep clear. Well, I'm editing videos that are 30, 40 gigs, you know? Not including all the applications inside, so it kept bogging down. So I got a MacBook Pro used, and I bought both these off eBay used, and they were great computers. I still have both of them. I gave one to my niece for college, and my wife uses the other one. But for doing a lot of large files and stuff, I just got a MacBook Pro because they said it was better for video editing. Well, I still only had like eight gig of RAM, just like the other one. And I still only had, I think, 128 gigs. So I didn't have the space. So I was like, I'm going iMac. So I bought an iMac. And I think it had eight gig or 16 gig of RAM too. I, I never looked at the RAM. I only looked at the space, but the iMac had like 500 gigabytes. So I'm like, Okay, it's the space that's killing me. And I got the iMac and editing got a little bit better, but it would still crash all the time. So I was having to force quit my editing program multiple times through an edit. So annoying, right? And you're like, God, I hope nothing gets ruined here. You know, this is going on for a year plus, hundreds and hundreds of videos. And that's when I did the research about getting, you know, like what's the best laptop for video editing? And this guy, just like we should be answering questions, he answered my question he goes hey are you editing and you know while you're editing it's crashing a lot you know there's there's one thing that you need to be looking at obviously internal space is really big you know keeping that clean but ram space at the end of the day is or ram uh r you know obviously ram that's the most important you've got to have that ram the memory um to be able to run multiple applications and and uh you know be video editing large files and that's when he went through that new MacBook, you know, the 16 that came out a year or two ago. And uh, that's the one that I got and I've never had a problem since. Now I don't do any editing, but I mean, I can run all of my video programs, my Ecams, Zooms I have. I'll, I'll bring up the editor every once in a while and be working on projects, you know, Zoom calls, you name it. And it's a workhorse, right? So RAM speed also, and, and the new processors that are in though, they allow you to upload footage so fast. And if any of this is like super overwhelming to you, <clears throat> at the end of the day, the point that I'm trying to get across is that sometimes getting footage uploaded and getting it is the number one hindrance to us getting anything done. And even if you're using an editor, trying to get footage uploaded somewhere to Google Drive, like people are telling me, yeah, it takes 37 hours. I remember early on taking all this footage, I would drag it into Google Drive, I would turn my screensaver off and I would always do it before bedtime because I knew it took that long. So I would sleep on it, wake up, and it would, you know, hopefully all be uploaded. Sometimes not. That shit ain't right. And what was even worse is after I would get my video edited and saved, now I have my YouTube video, uploading that to YouTube sometimes would take two or three hours. So... You know, I learned that, you know, investing in in something nice, even if you're going to have an editor, just just a nice, you know, MacBook 
with head with high ram speed you know i keep saying high ram see i'm not techie at all it's not ram speed but but a large amount of ram space that's what's going to make things easier um and i also use a program called handbrake because i wanted to shrink my video files so now what i was able to do is take these large video files so my process is when i go vlogging in a new city is i, t- I take all the clips and i arrange them and i organize them and i label them zero through a hundred whatever it is and then i drag all of those into handbrake and it shrinks those you know four gigabyte files or whatever um all the way down to you know a couple hundred megabytes so they're just tiny tiny video clips and then i actually throw away in the trash the original clips and i just keep the the shrunk ones or whatever then i can upload the entire project to google drive and just 30 40 minutes like really really fast um and so that's 20 videos in two days and, and i'm uploading all this stuff in 30 minutes instead of you know if i did that the old way should it take 20 hours 30 you know so shrinking that video file footage is huge for me and even my edited videos i would edit them and save them in my external hard drive then i would go in and i would shrink those and they would upload to youtube in a matter of minutes so if i took the original video it would take two, three hours to upload. Take that same video and I shrink it. And what it's doing is shrinking the video file size and it does not lose any quality. You gotta realize that when you upload videos to YouTube anyways, for YouTube to be able to hold all those videos, they're compressing the shit out of those videos too. And you're viewing it on phone at 720p. So everybody's like, oh, you have to have 4K, 4K, and, and everybody goes, Jackson, I just wanna be ready when the whole world goes 4K. Like, go watch any one of my vlogs and go watch any of those vlogs on YouTube that say 4K. And I want you to find one difference in them. You won't. You're still viewing it at the same quality that YouTube compresses it as. And I'm telling you right now, dude, you cannot beat GoPro footage on a sunny day. It's the most buttery, high def video you'll ever see. And I'm compressing it and YouTube is compressing it. So now my external hard drive space and my computer space, everything is just, it's so much more free because I don't have these massive, massive files. But I want to talk about something really quick. People who really struggle to get videos out and they're not going to figure out this whole GoPro thing and chips and shrinking, just use Zoom. Go to Amazon and type in web camera, 1080 web camera. I use a Logitech. It's like 55 bucks. It's a 1080 web camera. And if you use proper lighting, like lighting in front of you in kind of a dark controlled room, you're gonna have crystal clear video footage. If you look at Jesse's whole cloud-based real estate brokerage uh, YouTube channel, which you guys should all go check out because it's amazing and he teaches how we grew, grew this whole entire business and, and uh, it's just, it's super passionate from him too. He shot that whole YouTube channel just using basically zoom and, and, and web cameras and it's, it's crystal clear video footage. You would never know. And he puts a green screen behind him and he has cool backdrops cause he controlled his lighting. And that's what you should be doing. Just go order a Logitech webcam or whatever kind of 1080 webcam, hook it up, record all your videos on zoom. Those files are tiny. I use a program called Ecamm. You can only use it for Mac. 
I record 100% of my videos in studio on that program. So I actually use my Canon camera as a web camera. So instead of that Logitech, I now just use my Canon camera. It's a web camera just so I can use it for Zoom, use it for anything. So I got really nice quality video and it records to my computer. And even a 30 minute video is just gonna be like two, 300, 500 megabytes. And as soon as I'm done with it, I can upload it into Google Drive in a matter of two to three minutes. Now I have VAs, they see it uploaded, they get notified, they grab it, they're editing, then they hand it off to other VAs who upload all that. So I'm at this point where all I do is get a batch of titles, shoot the videos, label them, drag them up into Google Drive in a couple minutes, and I'm done. I never have to see them again. I'd, people are like, oh, I love your video you posted today. I'm like, sweet. What channel and what video? I had no idea. And that's what you got to really strive for is just, hey, you got to start somewhere. You just heard my entire story for 20 minutes of all the pain points and everything that I did. But I never gave up and I, I did repetitions. And now it's so easy for me to get multiple videos out. But don't get stuck buying a bunch of technology and all this shit because you will never get anything done. I had other people, I get people all the time of like, oh, I got all this equipment, where do I start? They go out and they buy green screens and lighting and cameras and chips and GoPros and tripods and, and all this shit and then they don't even know how to set it up, right? And then they never use it. So maybe start with your phone, whatever, but I'm telling you right now, start on Zoom. Use your computer camera and then upgrade to maybe a HD 1080, web camera for 50 60 bucks and just record all your videos on zoom guys my podcast downloads has increased 15x and i'm using a cell phone right now no special programs no microphones no headsets no nothing you guys are dying for this information you're listening to these podcasts and i'm literally in the parking lot of mojo sports grill right now about to walk in the gym on my cell phone there's music in the back because you don't care about the quality. I don't have to sit there in a studio and look as cool as Joe Rogan. Fuck that, you guys just wanna know what I know. So when you get on Zoom and you're giving people the information they want, they have, they give two shits what the studio quality or what the video quality is. They don't care. So I would way rather see you get way more videos out from Zoom and never have a problem uploading footage again than doing maybe one video every few weeks because it's so freaking hard. So that's just my take on it, homies. You know how it goes. If you would, right now, go down and rate this podcast. Please write me a review. If you have questions, send me an email, info at jacksonwilkie.com. With any question you have, I'll answer it on these Walk and Talk podcasts. And if you ever want to learn more about the partnership with us, hey, this market's starting to squeeze. Jesse just read me a statistic yesterday. Uh, 40% of the agents have not even closed a deal this year. I think it was uh, 80% of the deals were closed by the top 5% of teams. And it's starting to squeeze people out. If you're not surrounding yourself around people who are really growing in these kind of markets, it could happen to you too. So shoot me an email, info at jacksonwilkie.com to learn more about partnering with us. No cost, no splits. We just want to take you to the next level. And until the next Walk and Talk homies, wait a minute. Go review this podcast now. We'll talk to you later.